Steve, I told you that today it's going to be a different type of episode and we want to start off with some real big issues. The first one will be iPhone or Android. Which one? Sadly, iPhone, but I think because I'm used to it, although Android's really taking over, let's be honest. Ooh, you, uh, you definitely went down the middle with that one. I, 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 I see, I see. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't fully make a decision. Okay, okay. Well, Steve Sims, everyone. For two, if you're tuning in on one of the podcast platforms and you want to put a face to the name, check out his website, stevedsims.com, or as I always looked at it, Steve Sims. I don't know why, but stevedsims.com. And you got your, uh, your, your book as well, Blue Fishing, The Art of Making Things Happen, which is getting released uh, gradually throughout the world now, huh? Yep. So congratulations on that. Thanks. But that aside, there's, there's a lot going on right now. You know, we, we did an interview about a year ago, episode 91, and that's where we really dove into who you are, what you do, uh, the crazy things you've done. But now, on the contrary, there's been a lot happening in the world. And how, how have you been surviving with, with the virus, with COVID-19 going on? How has your business been lately? So uh, it's different. Uh, it's definitely different. No one's business is the same. The world is not the same. It's definitely different. But I'm not surviving. I'm flourishing. And I don't want to come across as a prick because I know it's tough for a lot of people out there. But as an entrepreneur, if we can get the right mindset and right perspective from the start, as an entrepreneur, like all of us listening to this show, we live at 200 mile an hour. We're constantly pushing. We're constantly trying to find the next angle, the next hustle. The next. We are moving at tremendous speed. We've never, ever, ever, ever in the life of humanity been given the chance to stop and reflect are we going down the right path? Could we do more? Are the systems we have in place supporting us or potentially shackling us? We've never been able to have that. Now, if you think about the, the recession, okay? The recession comes along. You still have to pay your mortgage, okay? Yes, the money may be going out of the economy, but a lot of people are still making a ton of money. The, the restaurants are still open, you know? The recession is not like today. Terrorist attack, 9-11, okay? Same thing, but you could still go to your restaurant that night. They still needed the mortgage paid. We've had a full stop. We literally have had the world go, okay, you're going to stay indoors. There's a lot of relief out there. So, you know, people, some people can delay that car payments. That mortgage. So in a lot of situations, and if you haven't done it, you've got to do it. Rent, mortgage, all of those things. I did it straight away. Everything's been automatically bumped. Mm -hmm. for three months and then there'll be a review as to where we are there but everything's been pushed out you've literally had your life paused you now can turn around and go well okay is this where i wanted to be three years ago mm -hmm. you know can i do so for me i've been able to clean house and i've been able to look at my desk and and i mean it i look at my desk and go, okay what's helping me grow What's invigorating me? What's inspiring me? What's challenging me? What's making me smile? And if it doesn't fit into any of those categories, get it off my desk. Mm -hmm. If I've got programs on my computer, this was a big one for me, which shocked me. I went through my credit card statement, and I'll be blunt with you, I don't do that, you know, because we're on the job of making money. Yeah. Um, we don't always kind of like pay attention. 
I printed off, it was 62 pages. One of your statements was 62? Yeah, it was a three-month statement. Okay. okay? I have everything on credit card because I get the points. Okay? So anytime I can get anything on that, I do. And so we went through the credit card statement and anything under 50 bucks, we highlighted. And then we went back to it to find out what is it. We found half a dozen subscription services that either we don't need or we don't use or really never came to much. Um, got rid of them. Um, and then what we did was we looked at Allah. I took this into my garage. I took this into my wardrobe. I took this into my garden and I looked at everything and I, it's given me the chance to clean house. And then when I went back, when you've got a cleaner horizon, you can see more opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I started doing different kind of messaging campaigns. Everyone is scared that they're not going to make any money. So the first thing they've done is go, Oh, I'm, I'm not doing any more marketing. I have got to, I've got to hold back my market. Oh yeah. Are you stupid? <laughs> there are less people spending money on advertising, which by default means every dollar you spend gets in front of three more eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And the one thing we all want today is we want connection. We want someone to understand we want someone to help. We want someone to nurture us. We want to connect with someone. If you've got any kind of business whatsoever, and I, I was talking to a client of mine that runs a, a very, very successful Californian plumbing company. Okay. And he's like, well, I can't go to the house. I said, no, 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 no. What you need at the moment is you need to get into that headspace. So start doing adverts going, hey, while you're at home, this is how you can make sure your plumbing is maintained. Why don't you maintain your plumbing rather than have to call us? So we started running some marketing campaigns for him where he's giving two tips to notice how you're, you're losing pressure and just different things. So when they do have a problem, who are they going to call? Nobody else. Yeah. Why would they? He's in their head. So I've been doubling down on making the message. I've been doubling down on marketing and advertising. I've been doubling down on my clean out and I'm going to say it and it'll annoy a lot of people. This is a brilliant, brilliant time for those to seize the day, clean up, sharpen their knives before we go into battle. It ain't going to last for long. We're going to be out of this in, in, in weeks, maybe a month. And those that prepare will conquer. Those that are sitting there watching, uh, binge watching Netflix, good luck, you mate. But no, we're the ones that look at this and go, this is a phenomenal opportunity. I'm not going to yeah. waste it. Have you had to like make really tough decisions? Not, not like, you know, canceling a $50 subscription, but you know, laying off some people or canceling, canceling parts. of. So, you know, again, if you want to know about me, go back to episode 91, but I run, um, I run a few different companies and one of them is a travel concierge firm and the other one's a brand in a marketing firm. (coughs) The brand in a marketing firm has, is probably eightfold what it was a month ago. It really, we are apt out at coaching clients. Huh. We, we're really doing well on there and we're really helping and impact and refining people during this time on that business. The travel business is, is crickets. Um, you can't book a flight because unless it's a, unless it's a, a compulsory and obligated uh, travel for, for business, right. and even <laughs> then I'm asking, is it a government request? Um, you can't just wake up and pretend. Um, so flights are tough. Hotels won't take you. 
you know, she, that is dead in the water. So yes, I have had to lay people off. What I've tried to do is I've actually tried to see if they can help me on the other business so I can keep some of them on. I did, but it still meant that I had to lay off about five people. Now, here's the thing. It's not like the recession. It's not like any terrorist attack. It's not like any other situation that we people have had some, you know, participation in. This is something that's come out of nowhere that no one expected, no one planned for. I'd love to see a business plan that was written in December and they said, well, we'll park our business in March because there's a pandemic, yes. you know? No one knew this was coming. No so, one Besides was, Bill Gates, right? Besides Bill Gates. Bill Gates yeah. <laughs> um, you, you, you are going to get people going, oh, I knew this was coming because we'd all seen the movie. Everybody. You know, your virus or whatever. Um, but the, we're now in a situation where I've had to lay these people off, but it's not my doing. So as long as you are open with your team and going, look, the business is dead. You know, I've been able to pull over who I can. Now there's a couple in there that go, well, why didn't you pull me? You're not built for that. You're built and you're exceptional at this. Yes. Now, because we're all in it, you can go out and you can apply. And if no one's doing it, then again, fall on you. There's lots of aid out there at the moment. There's a PPP that you can apply for, which yes. is the payment payroll protection plan. There is SBA loans at 4%. And I'm, I'm telling you, you should be applying for everything. Anytime anything pops up, there's some kind of subsidy or some kind of plan that's coming your way. As an entrepreneur, apply for it. Because we know we're not going to get them all. No. Okay? But if you get a few of them, some of these are forgivable loans, which yes, means as long as payroll. you're paying. Yeah. You ain't gonna pay. It's, it's free money. You know, it couldn't be any clearer than that. And on the SBA, you're getting 4%. So let's get this right. You don't have to pay your mortgage at the moment. You don't have to pay your car at the moment. And someone's going to lend you money at lower than the bank rate. You know, why would you not be applying for it? There is tremendous opportunity here at the moment. Yeah. And if you're listening to this episode and you can still apply, you know, please, please, please go to your bank and apply for the payroll protection program because it's, I, I did. And I mean, it, how, how do you not, you know, how do you not right now? Like you essentially, it's, it's a way to stimulate the economy through the smaller businesses. Yep. And, and we, that's going to run out. It is. They're saying it's going to get tapped out uh, sooner before we know it sooner than later. And uh, what would you tell though, to the ones that are on the other side now and the, they, they just got laid off. And, you know, for example, like a couple of my friends, they did, uh, especially in like the fitness industry, sport, uh, gyms, things like that. You know, that's tough. We don't know when that's going to make, make a comeback. Yeah. What would you tell them to be doing right now? Yeah. So I'm taught, first of all, my conversation was, uh, I was speaking to the entrepreneurs that can pivot, uh, into different directions. Yeah. There's a lot of very successful entrepreneurs out there that, that own things that can't pivot like gymnasiums, like, uh, restaurants, like, uh, car rental businesses, uh, hotels, they can't do anything. When you can't do something, stop trying. Now, I know this sounds funny for an entrepreneur to say give up, and I'm not saying give up. I'm saying mm -hmm. stop trying. Stop banging your head against the wall. Look internally. You know, the bottom line of it is you've now been given a month or maybe two as a holiday. Now, I know it's hard to say that, and I know it is very... Uh, um, mentally straining, you know, yeah. I, I, 
I'm up here in the hills in LA and I don't really go out much. So for me, the first few weeks of coronavirus, I, had, I didn't notice any difference. You know, I only noticed it when I started going down to the supermarkets yeah. and suddenly go, whoa, you know, it's really empty around here. But I'll be honest with you, come the weekends and midweek, I still jump on a motorbike, go throwing around Mole Holland and then come back and buy me some steaks. I'm all right, okay, because my headspace is right. If you don't have the opportunity to do a work, one, clean house, okay? And I'm on about clean up your wardrobe, clean up your backyard, clean up your house. Do all yes. of the maintenance you can. I pl- <laughs> This would be funny, and I should have showed you this outside. I planted trees because we'd moaned about these trees. I had time. Mm-hmm. So we planted new trees, okay? I fixed some links. I repaired an old motorcycle I've got here. Look at that. You can do so many things that you haven't got around to. Okay, you should also be fine tuning you. Now is a beautiful time to read those books and to get the answers and the solutions that you never got the chance to. You know, blue fishing, you are making things happen. Shallow plug. Um, Free PR by Cameron Harold, beautiful book. Um, Split the Difference, Chris Voss on the Art of Negotiation, brilliant book. The One, uh, The One Thing, sorry. Brilliant book. All of these things you should be reading. Jay Abraham. Anything by Jay Abraham oh, yeah. because he talks about the power of communication. You know, you should be focusing on any of these. I actually, um, I was chatting with my buddy Greg Reed yesterday and I said to him that I'm going through all of these books. And I said, and what I'm going to do next week, because uh, I've got a couple to finish this week, I'm starting on the classics I never got around to. And I said to him, what classics should I? He said, well, you've probably read Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow It. I said, I've never read it. And he's oh. like, dude, dude. What? <laughs> well, again, yeah. think about the beginning of this conversation. Right? We're going at 200 mile an hour. You know, we're going to get around to it whenever. Now's the whenever. So I said to him, I said, dude, I'm going to get that. And I was on Amazon. And um, Greg's done so much for um, the, the Napoleon Hill Foundation that he turned around and he had some copies. And he's like, mate, I've overnighted it to you. He said, I've already just given it to my assistant. You're gonna, so I get it today. So the bottom line of it is, now is the time. If you can't work on your business, okay, work in it. Go into the in-depth and go, okay, what can I clean up? If you've got a gym, okay, you know, what are your systems like? What is your CRM program? What is, what is the experience you're giving your clients? How clean are your carpets? You know, all of those kind of things. Focus on that so that when this is over, you've just had a, a, a rejig. You know, everything right. now is clear. I'll give you one last story before I shut up, and I apologize. Oh, keep it going. I spoke to my client in Ukraine two weeks ago. Now, my client is could very easily be um, uh, the villain in a James Bond movie, okay? He's got the size, he's got a couple of scars, you know, big, powerful fella. I don't know what he does, I don't want to ask. Um, but I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I just said to him, I said, look, you know, how's your head over there? You know, how, how are you doing? And excuse me for the accent, he said, Steve, it is great, it is wonderful, it is fantastic. And I remember... Quickly looking at my clock, because I've got a clock that's got like five different time zones on it. Mm-hmm. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking, is he on the drink already? You know, he <laughs> seems a little bit too excited. I went, Eagle, you got to tell me, you know, why are you so happy? You know, I'm glad you're happy. I didn't want to piss on his parade. 
but you know, why are you so happy? And he said, uh, I bought this factory and I think he said 83 or 85. I can't be totally, I couldn't remember totally. He said, I bought this factory. He said, and we've never been able to turn off the machines. They run morning, noon and night for my production. He said, and every time one breaks, we have to repair it to the same standard as the others. So they run in sync. Mm. So my, my, my machinery is always up to date of 1985. <laughs> he said, I can't do anything better than that because yeah. it'll throw yeah. all the others out of sync. Mm -hmm. He said, we had the chance to tear down every machine in our factory That's and awesome. now make them 2020. He said, I've got digital interface. He said, I've got all of these syncs and synchronizations in there. He said, when I turn my lights back on, he said, my machinery will, will, will work 10 times faster for a 10th of the price. He said, I've never, ever, ever been given the chance to do that. It's We've amazing. got the chance now. Now is a phenomenal opportunity. If you've always wanted to play the guitar, play the freaking guitar. If you've always wanted to read more, read. You want to cook. You want to do the gardening. You want to lose weight. You know, have, have you seen those Peloton bikes? They get delivered to your house. You haven't even got to talk to them. I bought a Peloton bike, okay? I, I don't know how much weight I've lost, but I've, yeah. I've lost a lot of weight, and I'm, I'm working out like a nutter. Five times a week, <clears throat> I'm doing a Peloton, you know, because I wanted to. So when I come back, I'm not going to be as chubby. I'm still going to be chubby. I'm still enjoying the barbecues and the whiskeys a bit too much, but I'm to. fitter and sharper than before this happens, and how can that not be a benefit? I agree 100%. And I'm staring at my guitar right here. And uh, I still haven't touched it. So maybe this oh. is my little kick in the ass. Yeah, dude. Pick, to pick it up. What you got to do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the challenge down for you, my boy. <laughs> um, what you've got to do is, is there a tune mm -hmm. that you've always wanted to throw out on your guitar? Um, I mean, it's going to be like one of those cheesy, like some 41 songs or something like that. Gives a yeah. crap, you know. It's, it's your guitar. You can play whatever you like. Yeah. What you should do is you should get a sticky note, yeah, and you should write down the the name of the of the rift or of the song that you actually want to play on the guitar, and stick it on your computer, okay? So that when you get up in the morning, it's going to be there. It's like glaring you at the face. It's a challenge, and you will be the dick that if this finishes in two weeks' time. And you haven't got into it because let's be honest, honest, once you've got into it and you've started to pick up some of the notes, you're going to carry that on because you've created momentum, but you should today take 20 minutes just to pull that guitar off the wall and start hitting it. No, you're, you're right. And I'm going to get back to you about it. I will. I will. Um, I want everyone I, I, listening to this. <laughs> I want everyone to listen to this to this actually text my boy and go, have you done it? And you should, in your show notes, actually do. You should put in there, Sims challenged me to play, and you should put the name of it in there so everyone can bitch on you. And we want to see a video of you rifting that. Okay. No, this is it. It's on. Steve Sims, the live challenge. This, is, this is good. This is good. Maybe we need to start incorporating some live challenges on the, on the actual podcast. Absolutely. Could be a good idea go. going challenge forward. For, yeah. Now, now we need to think one for you by the end of this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
but so that was the the employer's perspective. Um, what about now being on the laid off side, right? Like you were the the worker. Same thing. That, same right? thing. You know, you're you're the worker again. You can sit there and bitch and moan and, moan and cry, yeah. and we all do. You know, as entrepreneurs, we all know that sometimes we get days where we just cry. So it's not a worker employee kind of uh, employer kind of thing. We all get those down dates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you were working for a company and you lost your income. You didn't lose your life and your life got put on pause. Okay. Again, make sure that you've deferred all of your monthly commitments. They're all doing it. Okay. So make sure you've made those phone calls and some of those phone calls are a bitch. And again, I'm not going to be obnoxious, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I've got enough money to be paying my, my monthlies, but why would I not defer them for three months and just build up the assets? Okay. Everything I own that I've got to pay on a monthly I've contacted and you may sit on the phone and you phone up, you know, Ducati financial for one of the bikes I got and go, Hey, and before I even have the conversation, they're like, yeah. hi, are you phoning up about Corona? Yes, we're automatically deferring if you agree. Now, the downside is you got to phone because if you don't phone, they won't defer yes. it for you. Um, but uh, I've deferred absolutely everything. So if you had a job, you've got laid off or you've got suspended, wait. At the other end of this is going to be a consumption circus. When the lights go back on, every restaurant in the planet is going to be packed. Why? Because we've had it taken away from us. Every bar yes. is going to be full. Every restaurant, every shopping mall, you're going to be employed again. So for you, take time with your family. It's a tough time. It's a concerning time full of chaos and, and you know, bleed media, you know, and it's always doom and gloom. Always. But for now, Take time with your family. Focus on that cooking course you wanted to do. Challenge my boy here to make sure he did his guitar riff. Find something that you want to do that you can do as a family and grow tighter. Look on becoming stronger now than you were before it started. And the only one that can direct that is you. And I just, you just made me think of something. I'm going to throw it right back at you. You're going to stick with the Peloton challenge. You said you're doing five days a week. Five days a week. I'm going to make sure you keep doing it five days a week. I'm going to see the new and improved. I will, scare, I will scare people one day by maybe <laughs> yeah. having a little video of me on the peloton going nuts and sweating. So you're going to show up at your events going forward and they're going to be like, who, who, who is, is this? this guy? <laughs> as long as you keep the facial, the facial features, you'll be good. Though. I don't think I actually, um, there was someone that came on TV the other day and they had an, a, an eyebrow piercing and, uh, Mm-hmm. My, I said to my son, I said, oh, and he was saying he's 15 years old, you know, and kids are born to can I dislike their parents. And so, you know, he's looking at it and like, oh yeah, that cool, that cool. And I'm like, I got that. And they're like, yeah, but you're not dead. And so it just, yeah. it's just funny. Not they just one. wreck you. But no, I will, uh, I, I'm going to keep the piercings and the tats. You know, this is, uh, this is the only, this is the only look I know how to rock. <laughs> So kind of back to back to what you mentioned, your advice, and that's great. I hope everyone listening uh, definitely takes that to heart. Uh, do you think, though, there are some jobs and in industries that are kind of, you know, so, you know, so well? Because there, there's usually after every recession, right, we lose a few things here and there. Um, or not the to wor- say that this is a recession. It's different, but 
Right. It is very different. It is very different. Um, but you've got to understand the the primeval reactions that we have. And as I mentioned to her just a few seconds ago, we're a consumption-based society. So you're going to see a lot more online companies, a lot more virtual interaction. I'm wondering how many of the workforce out there that are working from home mm-hmm. are going to turn around and go, well, hey, can I work from home forever? I don't want to come back. You're going to see this, a lot of that. We're, we're just as productive, right? This is working. Why can't I stay here? Well, here was the daft thing. In the recession of uh, 2007, I don't know if yeah. it was six or seven, but it was around that ballpark. I had a blow up with some partners I had, and I actually sold the office space that we owned um, in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, that's where my first office was. And I moved over here to Los Angeles. And um, I had some of the team working from home. And the idea was, the concept was, I'll find another office and then we'll all be getting back to it. And I remember everyone was like, oh, the office, the office, the office. But here's the funny thing. Most people get into the office and they're in there for like a nine o'clock start and they finish at five o'clock. When you arrive at nine o'clock, the first thing that usually happens is you put your coat down, then you go and get a coffee or you go to the toilet or you answer. Bottom line of it is you're not getting into the flow state until about 1030. And then what happens at 12 o'clock? Everyone pisses off for lunch. Okay. So again, it takes another couple of hours to get into the flow state. And as soon as you get to four o'clock, you start winding things up before you walk out the door at five o'clock. When you work from home, something happened. Now I took a little while to try and find this office and then the recession hit. So the good thing was we didn't have the liability of an office. So we carried on working through the recession Mm. from home. This is what I found. We were texting each other at 7.30 in the morning, okay? We were phoning each other at 8 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. I had to eventually put restraints because all of a sudden, there was no dictators, okay? Mm -hmm. You were now working your day. I guarantee you, everyone out there is going, shit, I'm getting a whole day's work done by noon, you know? And that's a good thing. At the end of the day, the employer, the boss, and even when you're the boss, the entrepreneur, when you can complete more satisfactorily and to the standard that it should be in less time, it gives you more time to do whatever you want. Like, as I say, go riding for a bike or something. So the, the, the topography, the actual landscape Mm -hmm. has changed forever. Um, There'll always be businesses going out, but the restaurants, the florists, the, the, the firms like this, they'll come back there will be some collateral damage. Mm -hmm. There'll be some companies out there that just go, I ain't coming back. You know, it's time or I don't want this stress. And here's the dumb statement of the planet. I'll work from, for someone else. You you think that would have saved you in this coronavirus? But some people think that the safe zone is to work for someone else. Um, But there will be, but I doubt any of those are listening to your podcast. There will be some collateral. There'll also be upticks. We've had all of the income. Well, most of us have had um, a lot of income suspended. As I say, my entire travel business is on crickets now. Okay. Costco, Amazon, grocery stores, um, uh, uh, the DoorDash, the supply services, Zoom, 
okay? BeLive, StreamYard, mm -hmm. all of these companies are going through the freaking roof. Yes, Domino's are. Pizza apparently is one of the big companies that's making hand over fist. Domino's Pizza is just going nuts. And what are they doing? They double down. I think I get an advert for, for Domino's Pizzas four times a week, you know, because they are locking and loading in your area. You're getting it on Facebook. You're getting it on email. They're using all the data camps. And here's the beautiful thing. It's cheaper to buy the data at the moment because not everyone's buying it. They're buying 10 times the same, uh, 10 times the data for mm -hmm. a tenth of the price and they are dumping it on our doorstep. Come and get Domino's. So the smart people are pivoting to how they can actually make money on this, and they're really, really doing well with it. So there'll be some collateral. Yeah, for sure. But let's be blunt. That collateral damage would have – they were just looking for an excuse. You know, they were the ones that, hey, we had a bad storm. You know, we had a, we had a, um, we had a thunderstorm come through, or we had a tornado, or we had a bad Christmas, or, you know, the old government. Let's be blunt. Every year, and there were two, I'm in the luxury business, okay? My clients are the richest people on the planet. There are two times that my business always, always, always slows down. Just before an election and just after an election. Because people don't move in uncertain times. Yes. At, the, at the beginning of an election, uh, just as it's coming up to the election, they're like, oh, who's going to get in? Who's going to I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to affect me. And then everyone hates the president. Doesn't matter what president is. Everyone hates them when they first get in because they're not sure what they're going to do. Are they going to keep that work? There's a lot of confusion. So for me, those were always tough times. And let's be blunt, November's the election. So for me, I guarantee you my, my travel industry was going to slow down a little bit just coming up to that in any case. And I could have hid behind, oh, God, you know, will it be Trump? Will it be Biden? Who knows? You know? So people look for an excuse. Yeah, they do. And one thing I, I did notice is that you mentioned more technology, you know, more, more, more. Do you think that that's going to become an issue too? Because, I mean, we're already glued to our phones, glued to our iPads, you know, you name it, Netflix. Is this going to slowly become like our worst nightmare? The movies are going to become real where things are fully digital and we start stop interacting as much? Well, we started doing that 15 years ago. You know, you, you, you walk down the road now, you see a, you see a, a guy or a girl pushing a push mm -hmm. chair with that little baby in there. And the first thing you look in the, in the crib, you can't see the baby's head because it's holding an iPad, um, you know, and entertaining itself. Um, how many times you go into a restaurant and the kids start pissing around and so what do they do? They give them the phone just so they shut up and they can get on with the meal. Yep. I don't think that's going to enhance. I don't think that's going to increase any more than it was. Okay. But this is something I am praying and you're, you're part of the solution, my friend. I think people are starting to realize we're pack animals. You know, we are, we talk about technology. We're not, if you want to look at the slowest technology in the planet, look in the mirror when you brush your teeth, you know, we always fail. You wouldn't buy a washing machine if it carried the warranty of a, of a human being. You just freaking wouldn't because things would go wrong and it piss out yep. your, your toilet, uh, your pants and it'd rip up stuff because we make mistakes. But now we've had the ability to talk, communicate, withdrawn from us. I walk down the street with my dog and I've got neighbors on the other side of the road 
that are actually yelling to me to want to have a five-minute conversation. Now, I walked past you for seven years and never done more to go, morning. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, if you need anything, you know, do you want me to give you my number and you can just text me or just throw it over the fence and we're doing it? It's ridiculous. I had a friend of mine, Bill Hart, um, he did a happy hour yeah. and he went out onto his um, front yard and he put a little table up and he was making himself a cocktail. And it took about 20 minutes till all of his neighbors in their yards would get a couple of chairs out and sit there and they were having a conversation while they were yelling at each other. <laughs> and oh, wow. I, the other week, turned around and this was a most, most things come out of my mouth are stupid yeah. in any case, but I actually blurted on Facebook, who wants to have a, um, a virtual happy hour with me and I'll show you yeah. how to make an old fashioned. You won it, weren't you? I think I dabbled in for like a second. I, yeah, I, 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 was I, I thought something. I saw you on there. We ended up with just under 70 people. Um, and they, and I, all I did was I, I said, um, inappropriate jokes accepted, arseholes not. Um, I'll teach you how to make an old fashioned. Yep. You know, let's just hang. And I thought to myself, and you know full well, if you post something on Facebook, you'll get five people turn up, maybe six. Who knows? Maybe 10, you know? We had just under 70 people turn I up. Remember. Yeah, I remember well, seeing at least 50 when I tuned in. Yeah, and, and just like you, you'd have like, you know, 10 would come off, 12 would come on, 8 would yeah. go off, 7 would go. And it was, so there was some interchange, but we ended up with just under 70 people. And she came on. We're doing another one this Friday. Awesome. Um, and and how, do we, how, do we, uh, how do we find that? Just through your Facebook page? So all you do, yeah, if you go into an entrepreneur's advantage with Steve Sims, it's a Facebook page. It's free of charge. It'll ask you for your email and where did you hear from me? The usual kind of shit. But if you just go in there and there you'll see the details on there. And this week, because um, we didn't think there'd be a second week to do this, but this week I'm going to teach you guys how to make a Sazerac. Um, and again, I'm going to teach you how to make a Sazerac and there'll be inappropriate jokes and we'll all get a hang and chat for an hour. But I was amazed at how many people uh, liked it. There was one yeah. girl on there and she said that she hadn't seen, because her husband got split up and um, mm. was in a different area. She said, I haven't seen it. I think she said 15 days or something like that. She said, and this is the first conversation I've been able to have and hang out with people. And she was able to make, and afterwards she sent me an email uh, on it. And she was like, I can't believe what you did. Please do it. You don't understand the impact. So any way that you can reach out, and I'm talking to you guys out there now, any way that you can reach out, do it. And use technology for you, right. not to replace you. So my wife, um, I set up a Zoom account. She now has uh, Zoom with her family every Saturday morning. Now, do you know the beautiful thing? Look at that. She, she used to speak to her family once a month. She's doing it every Saturday now. Okay. <laughs> she's using technology for that reach. Now they're in England. So she's got a perfect example, a perfect reason not to communicate as much because they don't get to see you as much. But every Saturday now she's doing a zoom uh, coffee break with them. Okay. In England, FaceTime. Here's the thing. Have you ever, have you ever heard the 55, 738? No. You ever heard that rule? No. It's, it's a Chris Voss negotiation rule, okay? 55% of the conversation is based on body language and tonality, mm -hmm. okay? So uh, I think 7% of it is intent and the rest of it is, is copy and presentation. 
But 55% is based on the tonality and the, and the body language. If I'm here and I'm talking at this kind of speed and I'm, you can't put that in a text. Nope. There's no way that you can get that across and understand that every copy. And when I say copy, everything that you write or type and send, whether it be email, text, even posting on social feeds. Okay. Every piece of copy you sent will be read and received in the mood of the recipient. If they're yes. in a good mood, they're going to be happy with you. If they're in a pissed off mood, they're now pissy with you. How you control your message is to control the delivery method. And that's why you should use FaceTime. You should use video. You should use Zoom, uh, live stream, StreamYard, any way that you can get you across to avoid confusion. And one of my favorite statements, there's a difference between being e um, easy to misunderstand and impossible to, uh, sorry, there's a difference between being easy to understand mm -hmm. and impossible to misunderstand. And you can handle that by doing more video, more face. Well, that was good. You, uh, you left us with some hope. You definitely left us with some hope. That's There's good. so That's much good. opportunity boy here. Yeah. And I'll tell you that it's, it's how your mind is looking at it. And I posted up on my Instagram feed the other week that um, an opportunist is the one that wakes up in the morning and says, okay, where's my opportunity today? Um, and that's what we need to do. We need to wake up in the morning and go, okay, what can I make better today? It may be your garden. It may be your mind. It mm -hmm. may be a relationship, but it's you at the direction. It may be some guy in a town somewhere far from here, finally picking up a guitar and learning that riff that he's always said yes. he's going to. Yes. I love it. And if it wasn't for video, you know, you wouldn't see sparkles over here in my, my rooster straight from Poland, you know, <laughs> like see those. You know, every, every day I, I look at the rooster and I, I pretend like I was still there, but I'm not, but with, without <laughs> video, we wouldn't see these things, you know, we would video is going to be here forever. I mean, it's not going to go, I mean, not forever. We don't know what's going to happen later, but it's not going away anytime soon. It's here for us now. And again, technology is there to amplify and assist. Never, 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 never to replace you. Yes. Well, now, Steve Sims, thank you so much. Uh, everybody, be sure to check out Steve D, D as in Delta, Sims.com, Steve D, Sims.com, and the links to all your social media pages and your podcast and your book, Blue Fishing, The Art of Making Things Happen, and your Facebook group. An entrepreneur's advantage. Be sure to check that out uh, for for the how to make a how do you pronounce that again? Sazerac. Sazerac. <laughs> They'll be this Friday, right? You're thinking? Yes, yeah, this Friday, Friday at five o'clock Pacific. Awesome. And now moving on to our listeners' favorite segment of the show. Miro is going to take off for this segment, though. So, welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken. But Miko, his evil twin, is going to take over. <laughs> well, Steve, we, already, we, we really got to know you already in the past, especially in episode 91. But we have a couple more things we want to throw at you. And we, we've dabbled. We thought about what would stun you. And here we go. Five seconds to uh, initiate an answer to these questions. Here we go. Hope you're ready. Yep. Who has been, and you've met a lot of people, who has been the person you have been most nervous to meet? 
my wife's mother. <laughs> Classic. If it could be someone outside of the family, who would that be? Um, Elon Musk. It's a solid, solid choice. Can't go wrong there. What is your favorite whiskey? Ooh, in a cocktail bullet, straight Habiki Harmony. Oh, man. Well, I will definitely be Googling that one after the episode. And next time, you know, we see each other, I'm going to have to find a way to either make it or I don't know, uh, or to get it delivered from, from space because that's what it sounds like. But <laughs> it sounds awesome. <laughs> what is your favorite app? Uh, FaceTime. That's a good one. If I gave you $100 right now and you had to come back to me at the end of today with $200, what would you do? I wouldn't. Today, I would probably just go and find someone I could help. If I'd have got free money like that, I would pass it out for my, for my, inner, for my inner wealth rather than my outer wealth. If I had to actually invest it, I would um, probably use... I'd probably use, today's the wrong time to ask that question, but I'd probably buy people access into a subscription service so that they could get smarter and then they could come back to me when they're smarter and it'd be on the other end that I'd be making the money. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. And what is the one item that every single day you consume right now during the coronavirus time that you didn't before? Uh, it hasn't, it hasn't, oh, books. I don't read as much. So, uh, yeah, so books, that's, that's the consumption that's uh, uh, come out of coronavirus. Are you getting like one book a day in or something, a lot? No, I'm actually getting, it's about two, depending on the size of the book, it's like two to two and a half days, um, a book. Um, oh. And, uh, yeah, I, I really had, I've had books that's piled on my desk that people send me that, yeah, friends have said, oh, you'd like that. You never get around to them. I've even bought the audio version and then not bloody listen to that. So, yep. you know, now I'm actually going through it and I really am enjoying it. How many more days of this lockdown until you lose your mind? Don't care. Don't care because uh, um, my mind has not been locked down. I am constantly, I'm, I'm focusing on things now that I can do mm-hmm. in second stage, third stage, fourth stage. So I'm planning so far ahead of what I can do that I don't have to worry about that when this comes out. So if I've got another, I had to say it fellas, but if I've got another six months of clampdown, um, I've got enough whiskey and steak to be able to see myself through. I'll be all right. Awesome. Well, you survived. Looks like Miko survived. We're going to bring Miro back to this one. Peace. All right. Hope you uh, hope you liked Miko. Miko, uh, strange character. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a he's a weird cat. But Steve Sims, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on. You know, a year later, uh, be sure to check out the old episode, episode ninety one, and check him out at stevedsims.com. Mike, is yours final thoughts? Anything else you want to share with the listeners? I'm going to give you something from my dad. My dad was a big, thick Irish lad. wasn't the smartest tool in the shed. And um, he once said to me, son, no one ever drowns by falling in the water. They drown by staying there. 
that is a great motto to think about today. What you do, what you respond, how you take this opportunity dictates whether or not you get out of the water or you just sit there crying drown. That's a good one. You, you left, you left this definitely with, with a mic drop right there. Thank you so much till next time. That is all for this episode of boss to boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now.